0: This show is part of the Miles Offside podcast network. Visit twitter.com/milesoffsidepod for more information. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy from Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts Chuck Bailey and Super Producer Ian Stimson. Hola. Oh, somebody goes to Spain one time, and now he's
1: <laughs> fucking fluent.
0: Yeah, going to be overpronouncing all the names, huh?
1: Uh, I'm I'm a classic Brit. There was there was no Spanish going on. <laughs> you, you just speak louder Yeah, lots of finger gestures Dos Dos cerveza Dos cerveza, dos do, dos. Dos por favor
0: Very nice, very nice Yeah, what's Javier Hernandez's nickname?
1: <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm not going to do that I can't do it like you, Oscar
0: Oh, come on, old school, old school, lean in
1: Chicharito Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> That was a tingle. There
0: was Very a tingle nice. there. Yeah.
1: A little stirring
2: down there, Chuck.
0: Yeah, right down the spine. I see what you guys are always saying now. There you go. Very nice. Well, we're back. It's summertime, but we're taking a break from our break.
2: There we broke from the break. This one's in tribute to all the Napoli fans out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh no, it's nice for them to win a Europa uh Europa League, isn't it? Yeah, win a trophy by proxy, I yeah. guess. Yeah. How did that make you feel, Oscar?
0: I'm feeling all right. I mean, it was, you know, it's always nice when you get to keep Arsenal out of the Champions League.
1: <laughs> true, true. That was more important than the trophy for you.
0: Yeah, I've been saying it all year. I'm not <laughs> going to change my tune now and I'll all of a sudden be like, yeah, Europa League's <laughs> the most important thing. We did it. Campionic, <laughs> campionic, ole, 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 ole. <laughs> Nah, like I don't, you know, it's still just the Europa League. But it is really amusing that we kept uh, Arsenal out of the Champions League. I love that.
1: Uh there, Good tonight.
0: Um, so, yeah, as you guys can probably imagine, we are coming back today to bring to you coverage of the big European finals, the Europa League final earlier last week, halfway through last week, and then yesterday, we are recording on Sunday today, uh, the Champions League final. So we're going to be going through those two matches and kind of talk about the results, what it means for England and the state of the league as a whole, and our sort of place in the global environment of football slash soccer.
2: Nice of you to say our. Feel like feel like you're one of us. Nice one, mate. Yeah,
0: I, I genuinely do feel a kinship with the Premier League. Like, it's the soccer that I love the most and watch the most. That's because MLS is dog shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I had season tickets one time. <laughs> uh, and that's just because Frank Lampard signed for the New York City team. And I'm like, New York City, press Frank Lampard. Hell yeah, sign me up. <laughs> and then I got to a match and I was like, ooh, I know David Diaz. Andrea Pirlo and Frank Lampard are playing right now, but mm, <laughs> oh it does boy. not look like it. It does not look like it. Pirlo is amazing to watch live, though. Yeah. He would play some fucking passes. But that's neither here nor there. Chelsea defeating Arsenal in the Europa League on Wednesday, was it? Or maybe Thursday? I think it was Wednesday. Four to one, gentlemen. Four, Chelsea four, Arsenal one. We lift the big one, the big trophy that everybody cares about, <laughs> the Europa League. Did you guys get a chance to watch the match? Arsenal
2: not many good.
0: No, neither neither were Chelsea though for the most part. No,
2: it wasn't necessarily one of those games where the scoreline tells you the full picture, but Hazard was just good and Giroud was just did did Giroud and uh yeah, Arsenal was shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, the first half was pretty fucking terrible, I think, for everyone involved. And this will be a running theme today as well. Um <laughs> yeah. uh, It was boring. The first half of the match was really, really, really boring. I don't remember what the XG was at halftime, but I believe it was like point Fuck 0.4 all. to point 0.2 or something.
1: Negative. Negative like XG. Like
0: really fucking dog shit. Yeah. Um And then in the second half, Chelsea came out and had like a very strong 20 minutes to start the second half. And then just kind of rode it from there. And they were not good defending. Um, but Arsenal weren't good enough to punish him for it. The big storyline from a Chelsea perspective, at least for me, is that it was Hazard's almost certainly last match, um, and his comments coming afterwards that it was a farewell, it was a goodbye.
2: Awkward when he's there next season.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I sure hope so. (laughs) Well, it's been almost five days and we haven't heard anything official from Real Madrid yet, so I'm counting that as a win. Every day that passes by is a little more hope.
1: I was half expecting some sort of, like, Twitter video announcement on the full-time whistle. Like, you know, them putting out a sort of picture of him in the kit or whatever. He's already done his photo shoots and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking maybe
2: if he nailed the hat-trick in that game, he'd just sprint down to the corner flag, do a knee slide and rip off his Chelsea shirt to reveal a Real Madrid (laughs) shirt underneath. And that would be how it got announced.
0: That would have hurt so much. (laughs) You know, when... When we were talking earlier in the season and Chelsea were in their slump, I was like, maybe building a team around Eden Hazard was this failed project for the last seven years. And he doesn't have the sort of heart to play hard every week and blah, 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 blah. And now that it's here, I'm like, please don't go. <laughs> I'll do anything. Oh, I can God. change. I can change. Oh, boy. But if it was going to be Hazard's last match, having it be an excellent performance against Arsenal, who he's always played really well against, um, grabbing the goal and assist is, you know. A fitting send off, I would say, for him.
2: Yeah, I think so. Like and and I think that's kind of right. You need to remember what you what you said at the start that if if it is going the way Chelsea want it to, or Sarri wants it to, or God knows what's gonna happen right now. <laughs> uh, it's just such a weird unknown time now. Like you may as well just let hazard go, take the money, try and build something for the future.
0: Yeah. I don't even mind that they're gonna like give that they didn't appeal the transfer ban and they're going to give youth a chance next year basically i didn't think coming out of that match that there would be rumors about sorry confirming leaving before hazard and that has been the talk for the last 48 hours is that sorry has already agreed to go to juventus
2: yeah that's kind of come out all of a sudden which is a bit strange i mean juventus allegri they just didn't pick up allegri's contract again i think or they they literally just let his contract run out and now they're Which is a bit weird, considering there's no real high-profile managers um, available. His his methods, as I'm sure Oscar will agree, don't really go that well over here. And you know, in Italy, he's still loved, and he's got the taste for winning something. And you know, maybe he wants to go to Juventus and just romp a really easy league and just get to do whatever he wants. Even you must have felt good for him, Oscar, when you saw his happy little face when he finally got a, a medal.
0: I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, I mean, I don't like him as a coach, and I don't particularly think he has a nice personality, from what I can tell. But I don't know him personally, and to, that's like a touching moment on like a perfectly human level. Like, yeah, his his little face, like you said, like he's this old guy who's never won anything, and then he's holding it, and he's just like lovingly looking down at his precious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And as Twitter has told us a billion and one time since it happened, like 29 years ago, he was a bank manager.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah,
2: Don't, never get bored
1: of that sort of narrative.
0: It was a nice moment for him, though. Yeah, I would, I'm, I'm on board with that. And Ed, if he is going to leave, like, I'm not going to look back fondly on his time as Chelsea manager, but it's better to send him off on a high than a low. You know, good best of luck to him and all that.
2: This is true. And Champions League.
0: Yeah, us being in the Champions League is great. Him getting to go into the Champions League for with Juventus would be good. I think it's been a weird season for Chelsea, but I think it was a fitting end to get a trophy because, you know, that's what we do. We have, like, I forgot what it was, 15 trophies in 16 seasons with Abramovich, something like that. You know, we, we win trophies. That's what That's really what we do. And to compare that against Arsenal, who are, like... Honestly, probably as good as we are right now, but they don't seem to be able to lock down the trophies the way we do. It's it's an interesting parallel to draw because on the XG just had one last time for this season, bring up XG. It was 1.5 to 1.5 and Chelsea had the penalty, but like non-penalty was 1.5 to 1.5. So we literally weren't better than them.
2: Yeah, it was fairly even. It was just and Iwobi's goal kind of came out of nowhere, but then they just didn't really have a chance.
0: No, nah, I think it was too little too late.
2: No, uh, it was a bit incohesive. I mean the defence, there's still so many problems with the Arsenal defence. And if, if Aubameyang and Lacazette don't don't have a good day, it just Arsenal don't really amount to much, which is kind of the opposite to what we were saying at the start of the season where they were overperforming all of their numbers
1: everywhere because they were just they were just in great form, both of them. Is that Arsenal's only area that needs improving? Defence?
0: No, midfield too.
1: Like, specifically, do they need someone, some sort of attacking midfielder who can create for them or? Like Aaron <laughs> Ramsey. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or Mezzarozo. Oh, wait, no. Uh,
1: no, he's oh, a YouTuber. Oh, yeah. He? Yeah. yeah. He's
0: a YouTuber. No. They need to decide what the fuck they're doing with Mezzarozo, Right? <sighs> like, yeah. either shit or get off the pot. If you're going to make him your star, build the team around him. Because the team they have now is not built to his strengths. The things that Mesut does, and he is an elite player at specific things. Fortnite. Are not the things that they've been asking him to do. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> uh, No, they, you could build a team around him. He's good enough to build a team around, but you have to commit to that. And they haven't. And they, it's been years now. Like, fucking pick. Or don't. You know, like, just don't play him. If you, that money is gone. You already agreed to that. So either use him or don't.
2: Yeah, and no one's going to buy him. That's the problem. They're literally stuck with him unless he runs out down the contract. Because no European, no English club is probably going to buy him at this point, and no European club can afford three hundred grand a week, or that would pay him. You know, he's not going to get a. He's not going to go back to Real. He's not going to go Juve. Not probably not going to go Bayern. He's stuck.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But that's sunk cost. Like that's literally the definition of sunk cost. You already paid it. That doesn't mean you have to use it. That money's gone. Make the best decision going forward for yourself. Blimey. Football clubs just hemorrhage money, don't they? Jeez. They sure fucking do. Yeah. Except for Tottenham Hotspur.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, true.
0: And that is a perfect transition, gentlemen. The Champions League final yesterday. Liverpool have done the double. Said 97 points. Third best team in the Premier League (laughs) history. And now they go off and they win the Champions League too. I mean, can you believe it?
1: That famous double.
0: The famous double. Oh, wait, no. What's this? In my notes, it says that they didn't win
1: the Premier (laughs) League. Newsflash. They didn't win the Premier
0: League. (laughs) This came Uh. through. (laughs) Chuck, this is exactly what you had said would be hilarious and perfect. (laughs) That uh, Liverpool win the Champions League and City win the league. And both teams are looking at each other jealously. Yep. Do you think that is the case? Or do you think that Liverpool are just happy to have won the Champions League?
2: I think Liverpool are just happy to have won something this season. In isolation,
0: yeah, definitely. I think
2: that's why everyone went so crazy because in in living memory for a lot of Liverpool fans, they've won the Champions League, so it's not like it's something completely new. You know, I think that that kind of massive reaction is kind of a sense of relief that they get something to show for it because in the league, they were incredible this season and they've beaten some, you know, they had that amazing result against Barcelona and and done some amazing performances in the Champions League to get there. But, I mean, I'm not going to say it was the shittest match I've ever seen in my life, hmm. but <laughs> it was probably the most boring and the least enjoyable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I mean, when uh, Liverpool got an early goal, I, I thought, right, here we go. You know, Tottenham are going to have to... Have to do something now. It's gonna, it's gonna be a really open game. It's gonna be loads of goals, but Klopp just seemed to surprise everyone by scoring that early goal and then saying, "Right, let's let's soak it up." Surprised to Sissoko. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't even think that was th- what they were playing for. I mean, I I think that Mane deliberately tried to hit Sissoko in the arm.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, but looking at the way they were playing, like. Liverpool was sluggish. They were erratic. There were passes going everywhere. Like, they, it wasn't Liverpool. I don't, I don't think that was tactics. I just think that, you know, it's been like three weeks since they played a competitive game. I just think both, both teams were just fucked. And it, that's why it was just the complete opposite of what we all thought it would be.
0: Well, the big talking point, too, is Harry Kane coming back into the lineup. Lucas Moura scores the hat-trick to get them into the final and then gets dropped. And Harry Kane is, like, what, half injured? And so they're like, of course, it's Harry Kane. got to put him in. Half injured Harry Kane is, like, our fucking thing. <laughs> they should start printing shirts with that next year. Like, and he didn't look up for it because, I mean, of course, he has no ankle ligaments anymore. Like, you know, he's basically Robocop at this point. And they were just booting the ball up. They were playing Stoke. I tweeted this. They were playing Stoke-style football. Like, just booting it, route one hoping that Harry Kane gets something on it and it takes a bounce and then they can score. And it was just, like, really sad to watch because Tottenham have better players than that. And, like, Sun went underutilized. Ali and Ericsson looked like they had no fucking clue what was going on. Everything was built for Harry Kane, who wasn't ready. Like, it was a it was bad decision making.
2: I think Sun was making too many decisions and trying to, like, you know, beating a few people and going on a decent run, but then always trying to take it yeah, he was one step too desperately far. desperately trying to force the issue, wasn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. and felt, there, was, yeah, there was yeah, there were so many first touches that just went awry, and you know, losing control, and even when running through on goalkeeper, on the goal, like you know, heavy touches, and just wasn't fluid, or or you know, teeing up shots from twenty-five yards out and just skying it into the crowd, like they couldn't put anything together up the top of the pitch. And Liverpool, for what I watched, because not gonna lie, I did fall asleep during that game. Genuinely,
0: <laughs> um, me too.
2: <laughs> at about 55 minutes then i woke up and i presented a trophy and i went oh i'll go to bed
0: <laughs> um and evidence of that being that the xg was 1.0 to tottenham and 0.6 to liverpool like 0.6 to the champions league winning champions league winner i don't have the historical data but that's got to be way 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 low like Honestly, maybe going back to Chelsea 2012, because I don't know if you guys know, but Chelsea won the Champions League in 2012. Never heard of it. Never yeah. heard of that.
1: No one ever mentions that. Miles offside
2: bingo there. Tick off Oscar mentioning 2012 Chelsea.
0: I mean, the, the scarf is staring at me. It sits right above my desk. <laughs> so every time I record, I look up for a second and I'm like, oh yeah, we won the Champions League. That's right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that there's the massive shirt behind you that says Champions of Europe 12.
0: Yeah. With John Terry and Frank Lampard's autograph, baby. No, but not, like genuinely, like that Chelsea probably have one of the lowest winning XGs in the Champions League final, and this is on that not quite on that same level of like negative. But there was nothing going for either team. No, that's why, and I think they just
1: couldn't put anything together, and that's why it was so crap. Not a good advert for the English Premier
0: League. But then you still look at it, and like we still had three out of four semi finalists. Both the Europa and the Champions League were all English affairs in the final, like. Do we think that that is repeatable next season or is that a fluke? Um,
2: I think there's a lot of things that have to happen for, it to, for that to be the case that, you know, you have that kind of dominance of one country. If you look across all of kind of Europe's leagues, you know, Real Madrid are in kind of a lot of a bit of a funk at the minute and trying to sort out loads of things with managerial changes. You know, they had three managerial changes this year and then went back to the guy they fired, basically, at the start of the year. Barcelona have got a few issues with trying to not just rely on Messi. Um, Bayern, you know, they, they of course they won the Bundesliga, but they didn't do their usual thing and win it at an absolute canter. Dortmund could have won it on the last day.
1: Did it go down to the last day?
2: Yeah, they could have won it on the last day and then Bayern won like 5-1. Okay. So Bayern and Dortmund won and then that mean meant uh, Bayern won the league by two points I think. Um Juve stroll through the league but you know they've still got a slightly more aging team and dealing with new inns PSG just perennial bottle jobs in the Champions League. So there's a lot of kind of rebuilding going around with all the top clubs that you wonder if if it could happen again it could be next year but with Chelsea not being able to strengthen I wouldn't really look to them, Liverpool and Man City. There's no reason that both of them can't get to the semi-finals, at least. Really, you you could easily argue that to be in the top four in Europe.
0: And I think United could, if they make the right moves this summer, push themselves up to that level.
2: You know, what like change competition from the Europa League to the Champions League because they're not in it either.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, they could still get to an elite level, make push City and uh, Liverpool in the league. I think. I don't think either of those teams are going to be significantly worse next year, and there might be a third that can jump up. It's not United. Um, Our our friend Jack on Twitter, I think this morning or maybe yesterday, was saying that it's he's a Tottenham fan. And he was saying that it's frustrating to watch Liverpool a couple of seasons ago have not that entirely dissimilar from a season that Tottenham just had, but realize that they needed to push and grow and invest – and they went out and they got Allison, then they got Van Dyke, and then look what happened. They made two Champions League finals in a row. They won one of them. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, we joke, but they had the third best Premier League season of all time, even though they didn't get the trophy. Like, that's a direct result from their investment. And then you look at Tottenham, who haven't invested, Chelsea, who can't invest, Arsenal, who don't seem to have any sort of vision. And like, you know, we've talked about this, like, that is the difference. Do we think that City and Liverpool I think we can all pretty much agree are going to stay at that level or do do either of you think that they're going to fall off significantly? No. Yeah, I don't either, but looking at the other four in England like is this the end of an era for Tottenham, for example, let's say?
2: I think it's kind of it's whether everything that's happened under Pochettino has just built up to this moment or like Jack says happen with Liverpool that they look at it and go right we need to do this now we need to take it further and take it to the next step because otherwise they can just kind of slowly drift down um, because you can see the fatigue that's running in the injuries they don't have a deep squad Um, they need to kind of strengthen that if they want to go because there's no point having this amazing beautiful incredible stadium if eventually they're not going to have Champions League football um, because they're not performing well enough in either the league or in
1: in European tournaments, they have to. Surely they have to realise that and spend money. I mean, it's not it's no secret that they haven't spent money in what is it, two windows or three windows or whatever. Um, I mean, surely, surely they know they've got to spend money to kick on because Man United aren't going to accept where they're where they are. They're going to spend money. Yeah, but do do you think they'll spend
2: it on the right? people or well yeah who knows but i mean they have spent a lot of money over the last few years like 700 million or something stupid
0: i i don't think united are that far off of an excellent squad like liverpool were missing one or two pieces i think united are missing one or two pieces a team and a manager
1: <laughs> specifically <laughs> yes uh, but it does feel like crunch time it feels like crunch time for harry kane his ankle crunching Yes. Yeah, literally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, I mean, yeah, they've they've really got to. And they must know that, surely. And unless they've got themselves into, I mean, we've talked about how much money they've spent on the stadium. But, I mean, you hopefully that would start generating proper money. Surely they've got the vision that they've, they know they've got to spend money. And they know they've got to start more, more than spending money paying wages.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is for both, all three of the London teams, really, it's a matter of like, blowing up their structure and kind of starting over. For Chelsea, they don't have any choice. With with a coach, like, is it going to be Lampard next year? Is Sari actually staying? We don't know. We can't buy anyone anyway. Like, there's way too much going on in Chelsea to, to be able to, like, make any sort of accurate prediction about the future. Um, But I think with Tottenham and Arsenal, like, they also need to be taking a very long look at themselves this offseason. And Tottenham, that sounds crazy for Tottenham because they got more points than I think they've had all but once ever in the Premier League, something like that, and they made a Champions League final. But they feel like they're on the precipice. And if they don't make the right choices right now, you may have already already lost Harry Kane's prime. Um, Eriksen is aging. And those other guys might want out. Like, I don't know that Tottenham will be able to push anywhere near to this level next year.
2: Yeah, especially if, you know, if something happens with Pochettino and he goes somewhere else and they decide... You know, if he gets offered a bigger job somewhere, would he really be able to turn it down? Because, like, like you said, it's got to be at this point he, he'll turn around to Levy and go, right? I need to invest now. Like he he was happy a couple of seasons ago, and that's you know one of the external reasons given as to why they didn't sign anyone was because he thought his squad was good enough. Right. But that's not how it's going. It's not. It's not how it's going to go now. Especially if Newcastle get bought out. God, yeah, you could have a, a serious big financial player. You know, all of a sudden then we get Newcastle shoot up by by about four hundred million quids worth of players. Get done for FFP. <laughs> yeah, immediately, yeah. <laughs> relegated to the conference and
0: um yeah. Well, stimmers, do we have any uh listener stuff to get to?
1: Yeah, we got uh, one question from Johnny Worthers. Uh which I'll fair warning here, although I think enough time has passed. Avengers endgame spoiler. So if you wanna Skip skip ahead a few minutes, then. Do you want to skip ahead a few minutes, then? Because you still haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, for that movie that came out eight weeks ago? Yeah,
1: look, I... But that's fair enough, and there's... Obviously, the spoiler mor- moratorium has passed. But uh, he knew I hadn't watched it, and he still sends me directly a question <laughs> <laughs> with an endgame spoiler in it. But whatever, whatever. So, he put... Question for Oscar. What's more upsetting? Game of Thrones finishing, Iron Man dying or hazard leaving Chelsea.
0: Wow, okay. <laughs> What's more upsetting? That is rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have a nice summer. Thank you very much. <laughs> um honestly, the way Throns ended is the most upsetting of those three. Tony's death was a fair and fitting send-off to a decades worth of like emotional investment and story and so like it was sad but you know, he he went at peace, and I won't talk too much about it, because obviously Ian still hasn't seen the movie, but that was, uh, that was sad, but, like, it felt right, so I'm okay with that. Um, Hazard hasn't left yet, so, you know, that doesn't count. <laughs> That's not
2: happened yet. Denial is the first stage, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yep, absolutely, yeah. Uh, no, Throne's ending, like, is really disappointing. and If Hazard leaves, he went out, you know, scoring on Arsenal and having a great performance in a cup final. And I can't, like, I can't be mad for seven beautiful years with the cheeky little Hazard Belgian, like, you know,
1: <laughs> uh, definitely
0: thrones. What about you, though,
2: Chuck? Um, Yeah, I'm really beat up that Hazard is leaving Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
0: Just fill in Zaha and, you you know, oof. change the question for that.
2: Um, I think it would upset me more if he went to a club that I thought was shit or like that wasn't like a big leap or like something that he's you know the reasons he said to do champions league football but not just champions league to be making like deep runs or something like that you know if if he went to like Leicester I'd be fucking pissed off yeah. but if he <laughs> you know if Liverpool bought him or uh I don't know if he did go to like Dortmund or Bayern or or someone Juventus. like that Juventus yeah I you know I couldn't really complain about that too much um Game of Thrones ending. I wasn't invested in it for as many years as you, so
0: Yeah, but two weeks or so, right? That's how long you were invested for it? <laughs> uh, Blasted it before yeah.
2: Twelve days, yeah. Watched it. All in twelve days. Um no, because I started watching it when season just about when season seven finished, I think, is when I started God, watching amazing. Game of Thrones. You managed to get through that amount of time without yeah, without watching yeah. it. And no spoilers as well. The only thing that I knew about beforehand was Hodor, and that was that was it. That's crazy.
0: Well, and Dumbledore dies at the end of season six.
2: Dumbledore, <laughs> yes, and they do get the ring to Mordor.
1: I remember a couple of weeks after that uh, Hold the Door episode uh, at my work, uh, someone had put a Hodor sticker over the uh, lift-like door open <laughs> 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 like button, which I just thought was a really nice
0: little touch. Yeah, hold the door. <laughs> they sell Hodor doorstops online, too, which is, like, right. honestly kind of rude, but, you know. But, oh, man, T-
2: Tony Stark dying. I was, I was crying both times, crying yeah. like a little girl in the cinema. Fuck.
0: I haven't cried that much at the theaters, speaking of Harry Potter, since Dobby's death scene. It was like, so nice to be among friends. I'm like, oh, my God, Dobby, what are you doing to me, man? <laughs> yeah, Tony's, Tony's death scene is f- fucking brutal god Ian when are you gonna go see Endgame man I can't like
1: it's really bothering you isn't it
0: it's really bothering me I, yeah,
1: I'm sorry I just
0: Chuck just make him go with you like just go show up at his house and be like alright come on <laughs> throw a bag over his head put him in a white van and take him to the movie dude.
1: <laughs> I don't know I might have to wait till it comes on Sky I don't know
0: ugh it's worth you of all people who appreciate sound need to go see this in IMAX or at least a theatre. Like watching that shit at home? Come on.
1: It's so offensive to you, isn't
0: it? It is. Go to fucking IMAX.
1: <laughs> I'm in Peterborough. Where's my nearest IMAX? It's probably fucking London. Yeah, well you work in London. Oh, if, yeah. only,
0: if only you had a way to get there.
1: If <laughs> <laughs> only I worked Monday to Friday in London. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I nearly went to see Rocket Man instead.
2: Yeah, and I told you I'd never fucking speak to you again if you went to see an Elton John biopic
1: instead of <laughs> the best film ever. I didn't go see either, though, in the end, so it's fine. But I yeah.
0: saw both, and they're both really good. I've seen Rocketman.
1: Is it good, is it?
0: Yeah, of course. We saw it yesterday. Does he go in a rocket, or...? <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. He is the rocket, Charles. He is the rocket. Um, we have this thing, actually, that lets us go to the movies pretty much every weekend money for $17 a month. Yeah, yeah,
2: keep rubbing it in that you you don't have kids so you've just got all this disposable income.
0: <laughs> well, we go Friday right after work, like Friday, you know, our Friday movie night is like our thing. And then sometimes other times on the weekends too. If there's two movies out. Like right now I'm trying to be like, "Oh, maybe after we finish recording, maybe we'll go see Godzilla." which has horrible reviews. I don't give a
2: shit. I want to go see that film. <laughs> I want to go see it. Yeah, it'd be fun. The fact they're finally making, like, a Toho film, but, like, Western, and they're doing all, like, Ghidorah and Rodan and Mothra. Yeah.
1: Drink that shit up.
2: Yeah. And then a Godzilla, a man in the Godzilla suit later on. Oh. Just fuck, because they ran out of money on the CGI. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's actually John Terry and full Godzilla kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still... People get angry about... The, well, whatever. I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. It's fine. No, go on. Go. Go. Yeah. Go on. People still get angry about... John Terry with the full kit celebrating. That's in the bylaws. When he got changed to yes, come on the pitch. Yes, that wasn't his decision. That's one of the rules.
2: Yeah, because you, you never see someone on a pitch in a suit.
0: For him to lift the trophy as the captain, he needed to be in kit. That is one of the rules of, for whatever reason, or at least it was in 2012, I don't know if it still is anymore, the Champions League. And he's the captain.
1: These two things can both be true at the same time, that that is a law or whatever, and he had to do that. And it's also funny to take the piss out of John Terry. So (laughs) these two things can happen at the same time. It's fine.
0: I'm just glad that we didn't start this podcast until after John Terry and Didier Jogba and Frank Lampard were all gone from the team, because I will not stand... For any ill speaking of those three gentlemen and Petr Cech. And it wouldn't have worked. It just wouldn't have worked.
2: <laughs> yeah. Three out of four of those I can deal with.
0: Wow, you don't like Petr Cech?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Agent Agent
0: Oh, uh, He had a good game, despite Chelsea sort of putting four in there.
2: I thought he was all right as well, actually. Like, the, some of the saves he made were ridiculous. Especially, like, you know, his reactions aren't going to be he's not at his peak you know he's what 38
0: hold on I'm looking him up right now he is born in 1982 wow he's really fucking old 37 yeah he's 37 Five? when
2: were you born Ian 84 that's alright so you're not really fucking old you're
1: just really <laughs> old old yeah, right, okay
0: yeah
1: <laughs> really old uh,
0: and he came okay. to Chelsea in 2004 so yeah blimey fuck me that's 15
1: years ago that's insane that's crazy.
0: So yeah, so no, he's he's been
2: great, and uh, he did he did a good job, I thought, considering. And it, it's strange that you think a goalkeeper could come out with some credit when they're on the wrong side of a four-one.
0: Well, and it was interesting to watch him get scored on by Giroud in a cup final.
2: And you predicted it before. You predicted him to have a, to save a penalty, or have to have a penalty taken against him.
0: Yeah, I didn't want it to get scored though, especially when we were already winning, although it was Hazard's goal. That was confusing.
2: The whole thing was very
1: confusing.
0: Very confusing day. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like this guy plays for my team, but he's going to be gone soon, and this guy <laughs> used to play for my team, and I like him, but he's playing for a team that I
0: hate.
1: This is why Oscar likes half and half scarves.
0: Yeah, exactly. I saw someone joke on Twitter, I think it was Brooks Peck, who used to run the Dirty Tackle blog, that. If the match was undecided, it wasn't going to go to penalty kicks. They were just going to blindfold Sex Fabregas and call him from different ends of the pitch and see who he went to first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's brilliant.
2: <laughs> he, when did he leave Chelsea? In January?
0: Yeah, this year. Because
2: didn't he technically qualify for a medal?
0: Yeah,
1: he oh. did. <laughs> now, if he would have changed kit and gone to pick up
0: a Fantastic. medal...
1: That would have been... <laughs> when he know. plays for Monaco
2: and was also... Yeah. Doing uh, in the studio for that game. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just takes his mic off. Get, gets it, gets it Sorry, guys, I've, I've got to go to get <laughs> yeah. my medal.
0: And that's nice because either way, he would have gotten up for the trophy celebration, whether it was Chelsea or Arsenal.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't think Arsenal, that would have that would have flown.
0: <laughs> do you think that he... Okay, since neither of you are Chelsea or Arsenal fans. Correct. Do you view him more as an Arsenal player or as a Chelsea player?
1: Barcelona. <laughs> um Arsenal.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair.
1: I just, yeah, for me, sort of, it felt like his best years were with Arsenal. He was sort of, it felt like he was more talismanic in the Arsenal team than he ever was in the Chelsea team. Yeah, I get that.
0: Yeah, that's true. He was the beating heart of Arsenal when he was there. Um, Although he certainly got more trophies with Chelsea.
1: Probably got more with Barcelona. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, if you were to ask me sort of uh, which shirt I uh, picture him in all the time, it would be Arsenal. I don't picture him a lot. Just saying.
0: <laughs> With that terrible, terrible wet pointy haircut that he used to have?
1: In an 0-2 shirt.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the old days, man. <laughs> Join us next week as we reminisce about early 2000s football <laughs> and the way it used to be. And sponsors. Now I know why all those commentators are like, proper football in the 80s. They used to break legs. That That was my day. <laughs> and we're
1: reminiscing about a mobile phone sponsor on Arsenal shirt yeah and too much gel <laughs> oh there maybe the game has gone soft yeah you're not no longer allowed
2: to smoke at the football because of you know the smoking ban and all that kind of stuff it's just that if if a naked flame got too close to the pitch
1: yeah, all exactly. of their heads would just, just fucking go, go, go up, up. yeah
2: <laughs> all that brill cream fuck
0: all right yeah i mean it was i will say um It was bittersweet to watch Chelsea win the Europa League without Ruben getting to be there. Um, He was one of the better players for the team and one of the driving forces that got them to the final. Um, But my friend, and a different friend from you, Ian, was in Madrid this past week, and he saw him partying at the same hotel. Oh, really? So Ruben was in Madrid watching the Champions League final while Chelsea were in whatever fucking place that the (laughs) Europa League (laughs) final was held in. Baku. But that reminds me, Ian, how was your trip to Madrid?
1: Yeah, it was good. So, I mean, months ago now, I booked uh, sort of uh, four days in Madrid. Uh, So we were there the Tuesday to the Friday. So there was brief consideration of sort of staying on, but there would have been no chance of getting tickets and return flights would have been ridiculously expensive at that time. But uh, yeah, just getting up to Thursday and Friday... Just more scousers were invading Madrid, and uh, yeah, that that accent just uh, started pervading, pervading Madrid. But it was some of it was grim because you know there's loads of lovely little squares around Madrid where you can sort of plonk yourself down and just have some wines, some beers, and just watch the world go by. All ruined by fan zones. They were just putting up fan zones in every square around Madrid, ruining all the views and stuff. It was fucking horrible. So, yeah, that did that did slightly ruin some of it for me. There were half and half scarves on sale everywhere. Did you buy one? No, took some pictures, didn't buy one. Not going to spend money on that. Um That's shit. <laughs> lots of terrible, <laughs> terrible merchandise on sale.
0: Well, when you say considered thing, do you mean you sat there and daydreamed about it and then Kelly was like, all right, you idiot, come on?
2: Well, that that would have been it. Yeah, he realised yeah. it would have cost him about 10 grand.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, the story is about how much people were spending for tickets. And like I say, but towards the Friday when you're going around like the the main squares, some of which had like fan zones in, like I say, and there's just that that's when you heard British voices shouting out, going, "But I will buy any tickets? Buy any tickets? It's like there are no tickets, mate. Like it's not it's not happening." <laughs> <laughs> just walking around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, they're probably just touts, but there was talk of like thousands of pounds changing hands for for tickets. I'm sort of glad I left as the influx of uh, football fans really started. But I'm not surprised the game is a bit sluggish because, fuck me, it was it was hot out there. And, like, it peaks around sort of 5, 6 o'clock. So the game kicked off local time 9 o'clock. It was still 30-plus in the stadium. Wow. And the teams are, are, like, three weeks out of having played any football, which might... You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised it was sluggish, basically. It was... It was very hot out there.
0: What was uh? What was the temperature so I can translate that for myself and our I American fans? So what
1: is? It? it was about sort of 31, 32 degrees most days Celsius. So I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It was quite
2: cloudy and overcast as well, wasn't it? So it was like apparently it was really, really humid in the stadium. Was it on the Saturday? Yeah. I mean, oh, you really? can tell okay. by Mo Salah's hair. Most, if you look right. at Mo Salah's hair at the start, <laughs> normally it's quite quite free and wavy, but the humidity,
1: it just fucked him. Because like Tuesday <laughs> to Friday, we did not see a cloud the whole time. So even though it was hot, it actually wasn't too humid. It was all right. But I could imagine in the stadium, it was, I can imagine in the stadium, it was really grim. And if you're saying it was cloudy on the Saturday, yeah, it probably was even worse.
0: Well, 32 is 90 Fahrenheit. So that is pretty hot. Like that, that's definitely a day to bust out shorts.
1: <laughs> yeah, even, even I was in shorts for... Most of the trip. And my my legs don't come out in this country unless it's 28 plus. Although Chuck told me before we started recording about linen trousers being the being the key in hot weather I need to get involved. Oh, linen trousers.
0: Yeah. Oof. I have to note that you are significantly more fashionable than I've ever seen you before for this oh, particular really? recording. Yeah, just got back from Madrid, drinking a beer, have a, a nice button-down shirt that's only buttoned about halfway up. Yeah, yep, sure. Really, uh... Phil Collins in his uh, vacation mode
1: <laughs> uh, You were doing so well until then, and uh, now I feel sad again.
0: <laughs> Good, that's how we like you.
1: <laughs> but yeah, lovely trip, thank you. And uh, I should try and do that most years, just uh, book book the few days before a Champions League final, soak up the atmosphere, but then fuck off before most of the idiots come. Yeah, and just hope it's not all English again. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, Obviously exactly. Or it's in Azerbaijan. Do you know what? I didn't see one Tottenham fan... Like in the, you know, like on the Friday, I saw loads of scousers. It did see one thing I noticed: the game when the teams
2: came out because obviously they did the build up for hours. When the when it showed the teams coming out to warm up, when the Liverpool team came out, the noise was huge, yeah, like massive. But the Tottenham team came out, and there was pretty much nothing,
1: yeah. And all you could kind of hear was booze. <laughs> I mean, yeah, based on my very sort of just anecdotal evidence, if there were any tickets going spare, I think they would have been hoovered up by Liverpool fans because that's all I saw on the Friday. I didn't see any Tottenham fans at all.
0: Well, Tottenham have so many less international fans than Liverpool do. Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah,
0: And I don't, like, when your Champions League final is that far away, I don't think it's mostly, like, local fans. It's people who can get to Madrid. Like, certainly that's what all the... This is a completely different case because Madrid is a very different city from... Wherever the fuck Chelsea were playing the Europa <laughs> yeah, League final. Quite, yeah. But all the stuff on social media was like, oh, there was only seven of us who like have season tickets, but we got to meet a lot of international fans and that was nice kind of vibe. So I'd yeah. imagine that that's like the same vibe is that, you know, the people who get the tickets to your Champions League finals aren't, you know, yeah. the brother and sister who are, you know, co-season ticket holders at Liverpool
1: yeah, course.
0: and are also married and bring their three kids along.
2: Brother and sister are married in Liverpool. <coughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah. Headline. <laughs> yeah, although my next trip I've been planning nonstop for the last three days is to uh, Star Wars land in California because... Didn't it open in Florida as well? Uh, the one in Florida is opening it at the end of August. Okay. But the uh, the one in Los Angeles just opened on Friday. If you listen to the special edition nerdy newsstand, Charlie then you would know all of this information nah. but i guess you're not a patreon <laughs> subscriber i don't pay for so. it So
1: where oscar meant to do 10 minutes and did about 28
0: yeah that was that was fun i was like oh i'll tell people about the restaurants and the ride. I was gonna say, and
1: at one point i, I was listening to it going, is he really? yeah he's talking about the the restaurants that are in there and what <laughs> food they're going to be serving <laughs>
0: I've been on YouTube just watching videos of reviews and walkthroughs and guides, and I'm like, I want to go to there.
1: (laughs) That is great. Patreon.com slash MilesOffsidePod for all of our extra content.
0: Well, mostly my extra content.
1: Yeah, you're the one doing it at the minute, I must admit. FPL's not happening, so.
0: You didn't even give us like a retrospective on your season. I was so ready to hear you say, like, oh, these were the things I did well, these were the things I did poorly, and then you were just like, I don't want to talk about FPL.
1: I'll probably cover that in a pre-season one, I suppose. I'll look back on it. With uh, more a, a more balanced and less angry view. I think.
2: Things you did well. Uh, you remembered your password.
1: Yay!
2: <laughs> you played your chips. Yeah, did all
1: that. Uh yeah. poorly. Um, then I'd go on for twenty-eight minutes. Yeah. Then yeah, you exactly. would go on for twenty-eight Yeah.
0: And I'm waiting for Chuck's rant of rage about the lost season four finale or whatever you're up to.
2: Yeah, I am almost at the finale of Lost, season four, actually. Are you, are you really watching Lost? Yeah, I started really? watching it after Oscar was so emphatically talking about how amazing, I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. Because I was trying to work out from watching it where I remember.
1: Right,
0: And it's
2: somewhere up until the first time like the smoke monster appears. And I kind of went, nah, and um, never watched it again. But now I'm towards the three, is it a three-part finale for season four?
0: Uh, no, it's a two-part finale, but then the episode before that is also kind of a finale, but not technically part of the finale.
1: God, you remember it better than I do.
0: So season four, episode 21 and 22 would be Through the Looking Glass, Um, but episode 20 would be Greatest Hits?
2: No, that's season three.
0: No, Through the Looking Glass was... Oh,
2: I'm way past that. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. when the short the seasons are shorter. So three was like the really fucking long one that was boring as shit.
0: Yeah, the writer strike happened yes. in the middle of that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, that one was just a, a bit of a slog to get through. But four's a bit better. But it's getting kind of
0: time travelly. Season five. Season five is the best season of TV that's ever been.
1: When I've listened back to our Game of Thrones thing, and we sort of briefly touch and skirt around an argument that me and Oscar might be having about Lost, like. I realised that it sounds like I'm really upset with the ending. And I'm not, like, upset with the ending of Lost per se. Like, I don't mind... And I won't spoil it for you, chap. I don't mind the concept of the ending. I mind all the, like, loose ends that weren't really explained, like, stuff that happens during the series that's just sort of left hanging. And I don't need everything explained for me. I'm not one of these people that needs absolutely everything tied up in a bow. But there was just too much. I don't mind the concept it was too much but if, if chuck's watching it we can't go any further i guess
0: no we're gonna have to come back to it when he finishes though chuck was like oh wait is there potential controversy and conflict here let me jump right yeah in. exactly yeah that's
1: the only reason he's watching really because you spoil him for a fight
0: i can yeah. smell it
2: i can smell it coming yeah something that oscar <laughs> believes so passionately in and loves so much is like well i can find a way to fuck yeah, that up fuck
0: <laughs> that is exactly how that shit goes like you pretend that you don't like star wars as much as you like star wars just because you know it'll piss me off <laughs> You're like, oh, Star Wars is overrated. No, but it's you not. You it's not, as as it's not that I
2: don't like Star Wars. It's not that I don't like Star Wars. Uh, I think Star Wars is good. However, it is the most overrated franchise of all time. Okay. Put a pin in it. And <laughs> also, episode seven and episode eight, fucking shit. Especially <laughs> uh,
0: eight. So well, bad. We can definitely talk about that <laughs> some other day. Maybe I'll have to have you as a guest on uh, the Nerdy Nerd Chronicles, available now from the Miles Offside podcast family. Ding. There it is. All right. Well, on that note, I think that is a good place to cut it off before we just rant for the next two hours because I miss you guys and I like recording with you, but I do have things to do and Ian has to go to sleep because it's like 10 o'clock over there. Bedtime now. So uh, thank you for joining us. We will see you again probably in a couple of weeks. No definite promises there, but we'll do something around midsummer, probably around the Women's World Cup, maybe. Keep
1: an eye on the Twitters. We'll we'll let you know. Keep an eye on the Twitters. For sure. Keep
0: an eye on the Twitters. And in the meantime, if you want to consume my voice more, you know where to find me. At at Footy From Afar on Twitter and on other podcasts of this same persuasion. But hopefully we'll be see you soon on this specific feed. Uh, Chuck, any
2: farewell words? Thanks to all the Napoli fans, I guess.
0: (laughs) Uh, Ian, any parting words? Adios. Adios. Bye.